Welcome to the Quick and Painless Pro Wrestling Podcast, episode 5. I am your host, Quick Carter Gray. And I am your other host, Dylan, back again for another exciting episode. And man, what a what a week it's been in the world yeah. of pro wrestling. There, we thought like... You know, a couple weeks ago, there's a lot going on, or last week, but man, there was a lot that happened just in just in the past week. There was a lot that happened. Uh, lot. We really we really need to work on our intros because I feel like if you were to if, if you just completely covered your eyes and just picked an episode, every single one mm-hmm. starts out with a lot going on, <laughs> lot going on last <laughs> okay, week. Okay, should we should we scrap this then? Oh, I'm I'm not gonna edit this out. That's that's too much work. I'm just saying. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm just gotcha. saying. Maybe we need to. Okay. We need to do some some I don't know some check swings, get into the batter's box, maybe try some things out. <laughs> we don't want to use a pinch hitter. May, well, <laughs> I don't know. We might need to. <laughs> yeah. Who do you right. Who do you have on deck over there? Well, I know uh, Jack Thriller is up for. <laughs> there you go. Bring yeah. him in. Bring in yep. the lefty. There's... We're talking about several different positions now. Yeah, bring in the lefty for the pinch hitter, and um, we're going to need a field goal kicker, too, while right. we're at it. Right, So <laughs> Exactly. Yep. Goal. Um, home run. Sports. <laughs> uh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so did you see any uh, good movies lately? You, you walk out of any good movies uh, that last week? Actually, um, there was one movie that I saw, and you might be surprised by this, but um, I saw, I came across Marriage Story on Netflix. Marriage Story? Yeah, with Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, and I was kind of pleasantly surprised by that. Okay. Yeah, it was a lot of the stuff in it kind of hit home a little bit, but that's neither here or there. But um, yeah, so if anybody is checking this out for any sort of movie review or what they might want to watch next, highly recommend Marriage Story. Wow. Okay. It will uh, hit hit you in the chest. You uh, you getting a kickback from this? I wish. It sounds like I am, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. Um, no, but um, <laughs> okay. if they want to give me some money for promoting it, I will not say no to that. <laughs> nope. Nope. So just get at me. Get a hold of me. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, as you know, and as everyone knows, I do not go to the theater. Mm-hmm. So I don't uh, walk out of movies. Although, because I don't go to the theater, I see movies and, you know, Walk out. It sounds like you don't walk in. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Uh, but anyway, I saw a Joker finally. Oh, I've been meaning to see that. Yeah, I, I have it. not seen that yet. It's been on my list of movies that I need to go see. Tell me, tell me about it. What did you think? I rented it on Tuesday. Um, mm-hmm. The wife was not happy. Uh, <laughs> she she humored me. She was like, "Yeah, oh. yeah, let's watch it." And uh, yeah, she wasn't happy with Joker. She was not. 
No. Okay. Uh, I mean, and, not, not, uh, and I'm not saying that she thought it was a bad movie. It was just, you know, I don't, don't know that it was her cup of tea. <laughs> She was more pissed at you than like. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Plus, I don't know that she's a big Joaquin Phoenix fan in general. So, yeah. Um, which, you know, that's whatever. But um, mm-hmm. I think Her it's a, a smart idea of Todd Phillips to find someone who's already crazy in casting Joaquin Phoenix instead of finding, like, a national treasure and driving them crazy like Heath Ledger. Right. Well, I don't... Okay, well, that's... That's, that's a, another debate that we can have on another day. <laughs> but, um, but no, Joaquin Phoenix was definitely a great choice. For but you don't role. even know. You haven't even seen it. I've seen clips of it. Mm. I have not seen like the whole thing through. I have not actually put the movie on my television, sat there, and watched it. But I have seen clips, and the clips that I have seen are pretty good. Pretty well, awesome. I will say I, I'm proud of either myself for um, keeping myself away from it or everyone else for just not spoiling it. I honestly didn't know anything that happened in the movie going in. Oh, Other wow. than the fact that Joaquin Phoenix plays Joker. Yeah. That was it. And overall, like, overall, what did you think of it, though? I, I really enjoyed it. I think it really deserves... Really enjoyed it? Awesome. Oh, yeah. I think it deserves all the praise that it got, and um, I hope they do make a second one, because I would definitely watch it. You see, that's kind of where... I don't know if... I'm kind of on the fence about them making a second one, because I don't know if it would really make sense to make a second one. Well, maybe you should see it, and then you can tell me. Well, yeah, maybe. Yeah, you're right. I should just go and watch the movie instead of just watching like certain clips. Yeah. Maybe, Based on this you know, clip, yeah. I don't see how anything could happen afterwards. <laughs> uh, well, that's awesome, though. That's awesome that you saw Joker. Um, any other thoughts about it? Uh, how, do you, how do you think it... Um, how do you think it is as it relates to the Batman mythos. Um, awesome. Yeah. You think it makes sense? It does. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I really enjoy it. I think it does a really good job of making, uh, of kind of bringing the comic to life in the, you know, especially if you watch the animated series, I thought the animated series really did a great job of like popularizing the Joker. And who he was and, you know, especially when they did like kind of the Arkham series and stuff like that. And you mm-hmm. could see him as just being a lunatic. I think uh, it, this does a great job of kind of um, bringing that to life. And yeah, yeah I, I, I really enjoyed it. Now, I know like there was a lot of controversy about the movie. People saying that it's going to inspire other people to do stupid things. Um you feel that's warranted? No. <laughs> no. Okay. No, I don't think. I mean, you could say that about any movie. You know, Te- technically, and, you can, yeah. And so, I think people just pick and choose what what movies they want to have that argument on, and, and mm-hmm. I think that it's it's just a cop out. Um, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't see that at all. I mean, now is there some stuff in there that I'm like, holy crap? <laughs> you know, wasn't I mean, expecting that, but. Oh, exactly. Like, there's definitely some stuff in that movie that kind of relates to, I guess, what's going on today in our society. But I don't, I never thought of it as like, 
oh, people are going to see this movie and they're just going to start doing horrible and violent things. This is going to trigger people to do that stuff. I never, I never had that opinion of it, but yeah. you know, just you know, I definitely think there are some things that, like I said, relate to what's going on in our society society today. But I don't think it's anything people should be all up in arms about or freaking out about. I think the reason that people get so upset, and this is a mild spoiler, um, is because there are really no um, uh, like feel-good moments in it at mm-hmm. all. I mean, at no point can you be like, yeah, okay, all right, everything's going to be okay. It's not that at all. It's not that kind of movie. <laughs> it doesn't turn out okay. <laughs> it doesn't. And it's funny because, you know, uh, Brie was, my wife, Brie, she was like, I heard a lot of people walked out of this movie just because it was so disturbing. And I was like, yeah, it's because literally nothing good happens in it. I mean, in terms of just like good and bad and, and like how a normal person would perceive those two things and like how you have two buckets of what you consider a good thing versus a bad thing, nothing good yeah. happens in it yeah. <laughs> at all. Yeah. And if you are holding on to like some shred or like, you know, you're looking for an escape and, you know, you want something to bring you up or whatever and you go to the movies and that experience is, is supposed to be that for you this, this isn't the movie for it you walked into the wrong movie theater right, right exactly <laughs> wait a second this isn't toy story <laughs> this isn't operation dumbo drop <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so oh. yeah i i get why people why that was out there based mm-hmm. on the movie but it's at the same time you know, know what you're going to see. Right, exactly. So, yeah, everybody go go see Joker. Right. Or stay home just, and see Joker like I did. Or just watch a couple clips on YouTube <laughs> like I did until you actually go and Right, and then consider the yourself an expert. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I don't think there's make another one. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Maybe we should talk about wrestling. We uh, uh, All right. We're, right. we're moonlighting for a, uh, a movie review podcast. Uh, yeah. Next week we'll talk about... A lot to unpack here. Um, as if, if, you're, if we somehow still have listeners after all of that, uh, if you've never listened to us before, we do talk about wrestling, and we usually split it up over two different segments. One, which we call the best there is, best there was, and the best there ever will be, of the week segment where we talk about what we thought was the best thing that we saw in the previous week of wrestling. And then of course the worst things of the week, which we call he's going to puke worst things of the week. So first we will start with the best thing. Dylan. Carter. What were the best things you saw this last week? Oh, Best things that I saw this week. Well, I would be an idiot if I didn't talk about Wrestle Kingdom. Sure. That happened this weekend. It um, did. Yep. Big event for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Basically their WrestleMania right. event of the year. And or, I, or WrestleMania is WWE's Wrestle Kingdom. Ooh. Yeah. Hot take. Oh, I wait. think. That's yeah. not what I'm trying to say. Controversial take. Does Vince McMahon even know what a Wrestle Kingdom is? (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, So I think this is the first year, 
I'm I'm pretty sure this is the first year that they split it up into two days. Right. Am I right? Yep. So, yep. Um, they had day one and day two, and um, I think probably the um the big match from day one that seems like everybody is talking about is the Will Osprey match. Sure. Yep. That's getting a lot of buzz. Um, Takahashi defeated Osprey for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship on day one at Wrestle Kingdom. And everybody is just wetting their pants over this match, at least from what I've seen. See, I I saw this match. I thought it was awesome. And so Mm -hmm. uh, wet pants warranted. But um, I don't think that that was the best match of uh, the weekend. And I don't, I, honestly, I don't know, maybe you need to check your followers or something. But, <laughs> but I thought uh, the perception I got was that everyone was going nuts over Ibushi and Okada. Was that night one or night two? That was night one. Night two night was one, uh, yeah. Naito, um, and, uh, Naito and Okada, Okada yep. which Naito beat him for the heavyweight championship. Yep. Well, yep. That's exactly right. Yep. So. But, I mean, not to take anything away from what you said, though. I mean, Wrestle Kingdom in general uh, was incredible. I don't think you could pick a bad match out of there. I think Osprey and Takahashi was awesome. Ibushi Okada was awesome. Uh, Moxley and Archer was awesome. Yep, Moxley and Archer in that Texas death match. Yep. With uh, Moxley winning. Yep. Getting the uh, United States Heavyweight Championship back. Yep. Um, the belt that he never lost. Exactly. Exactly. Because he had that injury, right? Right. Yeah. Which yeah, which caused him not to uh, to miss dates for New Japan, and they I believe they just like stripped him of the title then. Yep. Right. Okay. Yep. And then uh, yeah, that's right. Okay. And then um, Jericho won. Well, that was night two. Mm-hmm. But yep. Yep, Jericho won. So um, I think Wrestle Kingdom was, you know, definitely one of the most talked about points this weekend, one of the best things of the weekend. Yep. Or the past weekend wrestling, definitely. I mean, you. I think you would be remiss if not to uh, mention the impact that, you know, New Japan had on wrestling. Over well, the past week, and I feel silly because we had our episode last week, and we didn't we didn't talk about Wrestle Kingdom one time. We were you know it was it was literally like the next eight hours from when we recorded, and we right, didn't exactly. even right. <laughs> we didn't even talk about it at all. We were too busy. We were all caught right. up on the uh, Lana and Lashley wedding. Yeah, so. and I had to get my Star Wars review. So it's <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, you had to collect that check from Disney. Yeah. If only. Fill in my pockets. Fill yeah. in my pockets. <laughs> Man, you are a sellout. I know. I know. But no, I completely agree. I mean, I'm glad we're talking about it now, even though we didn't talk about it last weekend. But I'm glad we're talking about it now because it, it's it's interesting as I'm watching it. Um, and, and I unfortunately didn't get to watch it live. I had to kind of go back and piecemeal it and watch pretty much match by match. And I hate doing that because I, I really I love watching a show beginning to end and just kind of seeing how the show flows, seeing how the crowd energy goes, you know, from start to finish. And, Mm -hmm. um, you can gather that a little bit when you watch clips and, and, um, and, and highlights of matches. I mean, you know, especially if a match is just an excellent match, it can stand alone. Um, 
but you just gain a different appreciation for the event as a whole if you watch it beginning to end. And so I'd really try to do that. But anyway, I had a piecemeal New Japan uh, or Wrestle Kingdom. And hey, that's how I uh, got my opinion of the Joker. Exactly. See, you see, that's your problem. <laughs> but um, one thing that I, I actually I wrote down because I was taking notes during it. Um, it's interesting as a wrestling fan, as a, a even even I'll call myself a kind of a casual wrestling fan. I think um, I'm a little bit. I think we're we're both more than that now. But um, you know, recent history, I was more of a casual fan. So you know, you mm-hmm. catch you catch Raw or SmackDown when you can. Oh yeah, um, definitely. Maybe you even now, it. that's kind of still how it is. Sometimes you know, I'll try to catch it when I can. You know, just yeah. Um, maybe you'll catch a NXT or maybe you'll catch TakeOver or something, whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. But my point is what I wrote down here is you get so desensitized as a wrestling fan to what wrestling, quote-unquote, is because of WWE that you forget about what wrestling can be. And that's what I saw with Wrestle Kingdom because it was just like, I mean, it was such a great show. I was like, this is... When you see stuff like this, it's like, this is what, I mean, I started out, we talked about this before, but I started out as a wrestling fan when I was a kid, you know, three, four Mm -hmm. years old. And that's how the fire started. It really ignited and just emblazoned when I got, you know, when, when we became teenagers and we found, you know, ECW and WCW and tape trading and, you know, and Mm -hmm. you're watching wrestling as much as you possibly can. I mean, that's really when wrestling was like. Oh my gosh! I like I have I love this and I can't get enough of it and and whatever and guys killing each other and then you have that influence from Japan also like all Japan and um, uh, and stuff like that. But anyway, so you yeah. see that that kind of um, revitalized with Wrestle Kingdom. You see what wrestling can be, what it once was, and what it can be, and it's like, wow. Mm-hmm. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm not a fool for liking this after all. This is genuine entertainment. Right. Right. Well, I'd like to go back to what you said, you know. I mean, WWE has such a, I want to say like a mainstream. Stranglehold. stranglehold yes. Uh, grasp on, you know, the mainstream wrestling audience. I mean, yeah. a lot of those people, that's all they know. That's all That's all they know is WWE. So, um yeah, they're going to have a certain perception of what wrestling should be in their opinion because that's all they've been exposed to. Yep. Um, but, but like you said, it is refreshing to see something different than WWE. WWE, you know, something you know presented a little more seriously. I guess right. is what. Yeah, trying to get at. instead of like the, you know. Oh, God, sports entertainment um, product that you know WWE puts out there. You know, it's yeah, it's definitely more entertainment with like some you know good wrestling sprinkled in there every yeah. once in a while, or you know they save the good wrestling for their big events. But you know, and and New Japan has really gained a lot more ground in like what would you say the past five or six years? Yeah, I think ever since they had. Um you know, they're, they're, uh, American broadcasts on Axis, which mm-hmm. I mean, they're not doing anymore, but I'd say that that's really what, excuse me, that's really what, um, 
helped popularize it in the States. Um, yeah. Plus the partnership it, they had with uh, Ring of Honor. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and, and then, I mean, you can't take anything away from the Young Bucks, you know, them working over there and then working here. and Right. Yeah, definitely. Like, despite what you may think about, what some people may think about, you know, the Young Bucks and Omega, they have had a big influence on New Japan Pro Wrestling um, being seen by a bigger audience in the States, I believe. Yep. Uh, and, and Bullet Club, right? So, yeah, mean, Bullet Club Prince too. Prince Devitt, yes, yes. AJ Styles. Yes. So that's, I guess, you know, we're, we're silly to even skip over that because that's ultimately what it, what did it, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just, I, I, I listen to Busted Open uh, Radio, cheap plug there, um, but not like they need it. Um, yeah. No money coming your way. <laughs> nope. They'd be like, who? <laughs> what? Again? Oh. Um, but uh, Bubba Ray said something interesting. He said, um, WWE is sports entertainment, which Vince proudly confesses to. You know, we're sports entertainment. We don't pretend to be anything else. Yeah, but, I think he actually said that. Yeah. Point, uh, so. <laughs> so WWE is sports entertainment. New Japan is a sport that is entertaining. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the best way to, to look at it. Yeah, I. that's great. That's a great comparison. Well, I didn't come I up think. with it. Well, I wasn't giving you credit for it. So. Okay, well, I, I retweeted it. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, there you go. In life. It was a life retweet. A life retweet? Re, re, it's nothing. Yep. So anyway, <laughs> so that was, is that, is that your best or do you have other, you have something else that is? Um, that was not my best. Oh, okay. Okay. That was just a highlight. Sure. Yeah. Um, but, and we, uh, another highlight I think is Brock Lesnar returning to Raw. Okay. Paul Heyman. Okay. Yep. Uh, Paul Heyman announcing that Brock Lesnar is going to enter the Rumble at number one. Okay. Which means that the Universal title is not going to be defended this year at the Rumble. Mm -hmm. Um, This isn't more so a positive for like a highlight regarding Brock, but I think just it was nice to see Heyman back and doing (laughs) his thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So... Um, great talker. You can just tell, like, he puts so much energy, so much emotion into everything it's saying, and you believe him. Whenever mm-hmm. he opens his mouth, you, I mean, it, you, you don't even doubt it for a second because he has so much conviction in his voice, and that's what he wants. He wants you, I feel like to me, he wants you to believe that. Mm-hmm. He wants you to believe every word that he's saying, so he's going to say it with as much conviction and like with as much passion as he can to make you believe that. And that was just great to see. It was great to see something like that. So, so um, you're just, so your, your best thing is just Paul Heyman coming back. Yeah. Just having Paul. No, that's not my best thing, but a highlight was Paul Heyman. I'm going to get to my best thing right now. Okay. All right. Okay. So I know I'm taking a little bit of a detour. Oh no, you're fine. um, I just, I was just trying to understand. I got you though. Okay. Um, but, I am going to have to say, like, my best thing of the week comes from AEW. And it was Sammy Guevara versus Christopher Daniels. More so 
Sammy. Okay. I think Sammy has really picked it up ever since um, coming to AEW. Like, you can just see just, like, the growth in him, him becoming that snarky, cocky heel. Mm -hmm. And um, he's been putting on good matches, too. He's been putting on some pretty good matches. And he has, God, I think he has, like, all the potential in the world to be, like, a a big-time player in Mm -hmm. AEW. And it seems like, you know, he's doing that, too. He's doing that. He's, you know... He's starting to do, starting to get that following, and he's just oozing like that charisma coming out. He's got that, you know, he's got that slappable face too. <laughs> he does. He's got that slappable face, and um, I think he's really come along. And I'm sure it doesn't hurt, you know, having Chris Jericho right there too. Yep. Being. Yeah, being put with Chris Jericho, um, working well, with Jericho's Cody. Well, Jericho's always been known as one of the guys that will help people out, you know, that will give people advice or uh, mm-hmm. tell, tell people to do more of something, less of something. You know, he, that's, that's kind of one thing that he's um, kind of uh, uh, prided himself on. I mean, he talks about it himself. Well, it sounds pretty bad, yeah. but other people talk about it, about him, you know. Um, so, yeah, I bet you're 100% right. He's always had those things when he was, um, you know, in AAA or just independent where, or even on being the elite where he would be kind of like that annoying, snarky, like cocky kind of guy. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think he's really kind of just put it over the top now. Um, and, and yeah, it's, it seems to be working well for him. It's interesting that that's your best. I, I, uh, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, neither did I until I <laughs> saw that match. I was like, man, he's it's really coming together for him and it's like awesome to see. Like I said, it doesn't hurt, you know, being paired with Jericho, you know, working with Cody and I think he actually got like a I think this win over Daniels was big for him. Because Chris Daniels is a big, big name in he wrestling. Is. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean you can't even really you can't say big indie name. Right. I mean, he's just you know, He's a good, big star in wrestling. So, I mean, getting that, so Sammy getting that win over Daniels, I think that definitely is definitely um, giving him the boost that he needs. So, I tell you, he, um, it's, I, I like him in the role that he's in. Like him, a guy like that being a heel is like such a great thing because, um, He's not just a guy that likes to do moves. He also mm-hmm. is a guy that likes to take moves. Mm-hmm. And that is always so refreshing because, um, you know, in wrestling, I mean, I would almost say all the time, but most of the time, it seems like if you're, if you're, if you got off the couch tomorrow and you were like, I'm going to be a pro wrestler, and I'm saying you in general, um, mm-hmm. you want to be a big bad you know, unstoppable guy or whatever, you know, whatever want to lose, you want the title and you want to prove to everyone you're the best and yada, 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 yada. I, there's yeah. not enough people out there that want to um, put other people's stuff over. You know, that I want to I be the star maker 
And I'm mm-hmm. not saying that Sammy wants to be the star maker, but he's one of those guys that will like, for example, and and it's just to to show that I'm not just talking out of my ass here, but oh. you watch you watch uh watch AEW Dynamite uh, over and you see when Mox um turns down the offer to join the inner circle, you know, mm-hmm. um and then gives gives Sammy the paradigm shift. Uh, holy cow, man, he took that directly on his head. Yeah. While still holding on to the double underhook, I mean yeah. zero protection whatsoever, which I wouldn't necessarily advise. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the I fact mean, that visu- you did I mean, it. definitely visually, it looks you know jarring. Oh man, it's very jarring visually. But he, he took that like a million bucks. I mean, yeah, that was so. Yeah, and it just it puts the move over. It puts the guy over everything. And there's not enough people like that. Hmm. Um. Ricochet is another one that that does that. I mean, have you seen him take an RKO on like his all face? Oh yeah, <laughs> it's not a yeah. belly bump. Like it's yeah, it's not like face. you hit your knee. It's not like you hit your knees first and then <laughs> right. like you you tumble down like onto your elbows. And right. Then, like yeah. Anyway, um, man, I was really hoping to like, I was hoping you would have a controversial best, and so I could challenge you. Best, uh, yeah. So I'd be like, "Oh well, I actually think he sucks." So now what? <laughs> I think he sucks. Take that. <laughs> uh, but I can't argue with you. Well, then my best thing was was the uh, uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Um, I thought take it was just my, I- take my idea. I know it. I know. Yeah. It. I shouldn't have let you go first. Um, <laughs> and, and we spoke enough about that. I will say one other thing about Okada. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched him and Ibushi again today, um, and he is, I hope he wrestles forever, and I hope that he wrestles forever at this level. <laughs> I hope he lives in a hyperbaric chamber, and I hope he gets like stem cell recovery treatment, um, because the amount of punishment that guy puts on his head and neck terrifies me well it's i mean it's visual like well bit like we were saying earlier visually it just looks like yeah it looks great visually and it really sells that oh totally yeah but i mean you keep taking stuff like that or keep doing bumps like that i mean Mm -hmm. it's going to shorten your career yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put myself over and I'm gonna name drop real quick. <laughs> okay, okay, go ahead. I remember. I, I was give you with, the floor. Thanks. I was with I was with CJ Otis, um, in CJ Otis, man. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was with C. <laughs> that was a the, joke. The strong style <laughs> Superman. Yep. Um, in uh, Windsor, Ontario, Canada, we were training at this uh, little little gym that was run by. Um, well, it, it was. It wasn't even. Doesn't matter. Um, it was Scott Demore's gym, mm-hmm. and so like Scott Demore was there. Tyson Dukes, Petey Williams. You know, we're we're, we're training with all, all of these guys, and so Scott's like, hey, you know, I'm gonna break you guys up and um, put on a quick like five minute match or whatever. Anyway, um, so I take a, a Saido suplex. Uh, you know, just a simple like little Tazplex from CJ Otis pretty yeah. much right on my head mm-hmm. but this is all by design 
<laughs> we get, you know, match gets over or whatever. We're talking about it afterwards. Scott says to me, says, how old are you? And at the time, I think I was maybe 20, 20? Early, early, yeah, early we'll say, 20s. We'll say 20. Okay. Because I, he said, how old are you? And I told him. And then he says, okay, talk to me when you're 24. Basically, stop taking Saito suplexes on yeah. your head like that. Yeah. You know, and so I think about that, and I also think about some of the other things that I encountered later on in my career where I would, you know, basically not listen to people and just land on my head or neck. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. <laughs> I mm -hmm. mean, he's had, Okada's had considerably more matches, higher impact, more frequently <laughs> than I think you know, I could have ever imagined. And so, I, I mean, he has to have some kind of, like, incredible recovery routine. At least I hope he does. Because I would hate to have such a, a, a great performer and a great career end. Like, I would hate, like, a Hayabusa-type tragedy to happen to him. Yeah. So, anyway, I didn't didn't want to put that out in the universe just wanted a it's simple observation I mean, you're right no dude, it seems like that's uh that's just like a big thing over in japan is just like these high risk bumps you know on mm -hmm. the back of your head and um what was uh scott steiner's like death soup suplex that he did in in japan the screwdriver oh yeah where um he gets you up for a vertical suplex and then he kind of drops you down to his waist level and then he sits down into basically uh what a tombstone yeah yeah it's a yeah, vertical yep. suplex into a sit-out tombstone yeah and i mean thankfully you know scott steiner's got you know massive <laughs> thick thighs so you know you, you yeah. should be protected but i mean you might not be <laughs> right there's always a chance but yeah. i mean yeah. it didn't that move didn't exist in wcw just saying. It was only <laughs> only in Japan. Only in Japan, yeah. Where God I don't know what what they what kind of exercise they do with their necks, but Ugh. they gotta do something. They gotta do something just to build just, you know, all that muscle in their necks. Yeah. Cause you go over to Japan, you know it's probably like a no brainer that you're gonna be planted on your head at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, you know, Maybe a couple times in a match. Who knows? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Easily. So they work the yeah, head over there. That's that's a body part. Well, he, yeah. What are you working in this match? The head. Okay. Good. Keep it that way. What you want to work the arm? No, you work the head. Yeah. You what's your head. What's your finish? Walls of Jericho. Too bad. Work the head. Yeah. I can't paralyze your arm. I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You still have another one. That doesn't make yeah. any sense. Yeah, your spine is not in your arm. It's in your neck and down your back, and that's what I'm going to be working. Last I checked, the spine bone's connected to the skull bone. Silly American. Stupid. Uh, okay, no, so, yeah. Okada is great, yeah. Moving on. Uh, let's see. Uh, highlights. So um, they did the over on NXT. They're doing the... Uh, Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, which is very interesting now. Now that AEW is a functional company up and running, <laughs> it's so weird that the Dusty Rhodes Classic is on NXT. Right. It's interesting they didn't change the name, you know. Well, they own the they own the uh, Rhodes name. Well, sure. Yeah, I'm I mean, just saying it's just interesting. Yeah, it know? is. It is. 
Um, but anyway, they, they uh, announced, um, you know, the, the brackets, and Kushida had a mystery partner, and they announced his mystery partner was Alex Shelley. Oh, yeah, I did see this. Yep. And I thought that that was super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think, um, I mean, I'll talk a little bit more about um, kind of the contrast between this reveal versus other reveals in WWE, but specifically this reveal I thought was super cool because it was very unexpected. I mean, it, 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 you can't even say unexpected enough because, I mean, I didn't think that anybody knew that he was working with WWE. I mean, I don't think he signed a contract, and if he has, it's probably just more or less a... Short-term uh, contract. Yeah. 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 It was, yeah, I, but, I don't ever remember seeing anything, reading anything about that. So, yeah, like you said, yeah. it was definitely a surprise. Yeah. And the way that the brackets lined up, I think that we'll, he'll at least get two matches. Because I think it'll probably be... Because uh, he goes up against... So it's Shelly and Kushida against, um, ah, crap. And I don't have it pulled up in front of me. I'm very unprepared. Um, with the exception of my notes, <laughs> I don't have anything else with me today. But um, anyway, his first round match looks like kind of a, uh, more or less a gimme to um, showcase Shelly, number one, but also showcase, you know, those two as a team. And then I think second round will be uh, versus Matt Riddle and uh, Pete Dunn, which would be the, that would be an incredible matchup. The uh, Broserweights. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, um, hold on. I've got the bracket pulled up right here. Aha. So, um, let's see. Yep, Matt Riddle and Pete Dunn will go against Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan. Um, okay. Grizzled Young Vets. I was not going to say, say that at all. Against Kushida and Alex Shelley. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah. So, there you go. so I say, yeah, I, I think that's set up perfectly for those two to collide, those two teams to collide. Mm-hmm. And then who knows what happens after that? I mean, uh, do they turn. Kushida into a tag team wrestler and then they sign Alex Shelley and they just make them the time splitters full time? I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll see what happens. I mean, I guess it depends on oh, the reaction that they get. Well, what's I mean, what's your and... guess? Based on based on how it's set up, you know, do you think that that is what they have in mind? Um, because Kushida really hasn't had a lot of success as a singles wrestler. I mean, and I'm not talking about wins and losses. I just mean like people were really, you know, a buzz about his mm -hmm. arrival. And then he came and just kind of was like, "Eh." yeah. And I realized he was injured and he was out for like six months, Mm -hmm. you know, so part, that's part of it too. But also, yeah, I don't know that he's had that splash that, you know, the, Keith Lee's or um, Matt Riddle's or Mm -hmm. Adam Cole's have Mm -hmm. had. Well, I mean, in some of those names, they it seems like they like to do a slow build. I mean, they'll come in with, you know, everybody talking about them and saying, oh, they're going to be great. They're going to be great. And, you know, 
they come in hot, kind of fizzle out a little bit, but then they'll start doing like a monster push on them. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, yeah. yeah. I think, um, I don't know. I think maybe this is kind of like a uh, tryout run for him. And for Shelly or for Kushida? Uh, for Shelly. Yeah. To see how he does. And if they if they like what they see, then I don't see why not. Sign him. I mean, I, I, he's got so many. And I realize that uh, you, you, know, you don't have too many people that vouch for other people. You know, nobody ever wants to put their neck on the line. But, mm-hmm. I mean, pretty much half of NXT is all Ring of Honor guys. You know, yeah, it's NXT I mean, of shoot. honor. Exactly. I mean, you, Undisputed Era is basically the Ring of Honor, you know, uh, guild. Yeah. And then, you know, Nigel McGuinness, Ring of Honor. You know, I, I, everybody in there is Ring of Honor. Yeah. And so there's not a single person that, I mean, there's not a single person in general that can't work with Alex Shelley because I just think he's that awesome. But it's all ring of honor guys. Like, I mean, you know, they've done it a thousand times. So yeah, I think he's going to do just fine. And, um, I don't know. I, I I wouldn't mind. I'm down for whatever. I don't care. Just put him in there and let him shine. Yeah. And And he's a good talker. And then sign him. And sign him. Yep. And then I don't know what you do after that. Leave him on NXT, I guess, because otherwise, who knows? Yeah. Uh, okay, so what else I think that's it. That was your best of the week? That's it. That was your best? That is it, okay. yeah. I mean, the only other thing I was going to say is Keith Lee being the number one contender for the uh, North American title is pretty cool. Yep. Um, I'd rather see him the number one contender for the NXT championship, but eh, I'll take what I can get, uh, and I think slow he'll build. beat Roderick Strong. Slow yep. build. Don't. He might be. Don't pop that bubble too soon. He might be Keith Two Belts and win them both. Keith Two Belts? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. So now, let us go to... Oh, I had another best, but I'll throw it in with worst. But, um... Okay. Yeah, let's, let's, let's check out the worst things of the week. Huh? Oh, my God. He's, he's gonna... He's gonna... He's gonna... He's coming at puke! He's gonna puke! He's gonna puke! He's gonna puke! So... Go ahead with your worst things of the week. Worst things of the week. Well, surprisingly, I am not going to go with Lana and Lashley <laughs> oh, no. and Rusev this week. A new champ? And the thing is, it's not... The thing that I pick for the worst of the week isn't really like that bad, honestly. It kind of ties back to something that we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Although I like, I really did not like the Lana Rusev and Lashley <laughs> thing. I'm not letting him off the hook. Yeah, just yet. you know, I'm gonna give him a severe tongue lashing, and then I'm gonna go on to no. Um, I don't, I don't think that even bears repeating. We know how yeah. ridiculous it is, and but for some reason they keep getting the views for it. Because people want to see how ridiculous it's going to get. Although, at the end of that segment, when Rusev said that next week he was going to come back as the Bulgarian brew and basically beat Bobby's ass, like, that was cool. I'll, that was good, because that, that's what I want to see. They're sucking you in. Uh, well, they sucked me in with Rusev being a brew, not 
and mm. jumping like tripping over a cake to kick Bobby Lashley in the face. So <laughs> <laughs> sucking you in. Uh, but uh, like I said, my worst of the week. It really, it's not. It's not terrible. It's not Lana, Lana, Bobby Lashley, and Rusev horrible. But just how long Wrestle Kingdom was this weekend. I mean, you said it yourself at the beginning. Wrestle Kingdom is New Japan's WrestleMania. Exactly. I did say that. Yes. Um, Yes. WrestleMania is, last I checked, 36 and a half hours long. (laughs) Straight. In one day. Well, they don't need to make two days of Wrestle Kingdom, five hours on each day. Why not? Isn't, five hours is not that bad. Isn't that the point, though? Like To break it up over two days. To break it, it up over two so days, long. it shouldn't be so long. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, it, it's, I always find that this, this argument's so interesting. I love it when wrestling fans, and I'm, in, and I'm throwing you in this bucket because you brought it up. Okay. I love it when wrestling fans complain about the length. Like, you know what? I really, like, what do you enjoy watching? You know, oh, I enjoy watching uh, Major League Baseball, or Mm -hmm. I enjoy watching, you know, NBA or NFL or whatever. Mm -hmm. If I were to say to someone like, hey, how would, you know, you talk to a football fan. I love Sundays because I just just sit in my recliner and I just eat, eat some food, drink some beers and watch football all day. Yeah. Wrestling fans. <laughs> hey, hey, how much, how much do you love wrestling? Oh, man, I freaking love wrestling. I've been watching wrestling since I was a kid. Man, that show was way too long. I, well, I don't want well, to watch ask you any more let me, wrestling. Let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. Could you sit there in a 40,000-seat uh, stadium for five hours on two days? Yes. In crappy seats? Yeah, it depends. Oh, yeah, see, yeah, there you go. There you go. Well, I'm just saying, I mean, like, one, doesn't that... Number one, I would not get crappy seats. <laughs> I would just wouldn't stand for it. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 that's not what I'm saying. No, I, I would do it either way. I mean... Right. But, I like... I think because the experience... But isn't the that beer, the point of, like, breaking it up into two days so you don't have, like, one, like, five-hour show six hour show and it that and just that is just not wear, that bad just, is what I'm saying. That just wears people out. I mean, people didn't seem worn out for Naito Okada. Well it's Naito and Okada. <laughs> I mean So take that. <laughs> Ow <laughs> If you've sat through all in ten hours of wrestling for the payoff to be the first ever joint champion of IWGP Intercontinental uh-huh. and IWGP World Heavyweight, and it's between Naito and Okada, I'd say that that's worth it. I think now, I th- if you had a, oh sorry, I, no, I think it would have more of an impact if it was shortened down to a three, three and a half hour show instead of a five hour. That's, I mean, but you are your your risk is so high if in in terms of selling tickets your risk is so high because think about advertising 
I don't know, 15 talents, you know, to, to sell out, to sell out, to, to sell, you know, mm-hmm. uh, sell out the Tokyo Dome mm-hmm. versus 30, you know, regardless of if you've got Okada and Ibushi and Osprey and Naito, you know, all on the, the card, you know that they're going to attract who they're going to attract. Mm-hmm. You're also going to have some of those niche workers that are going to bring in a new crowd or more fans than you otherwise would, especially if it's, you know, the Gaijin guys like, you know, Jericho and Moxley and even Lance Archer, Mm -hmm. you know. So I think that when you have a, a, a more condensed show, especially if it's the show of the year for you, you need to kind of overload it in an effort to say, hey, we have all of this plus more. You don't want to miss it. So people are like, yeah, that is worth having shitty seats for five hours. Well, that is definitely your opinion. And I respect <laughs> it. I respect your opinion. Uh, I, mean, I think 40,000 people in the Tokyo Dome agreed with me. <laughs> That's great if they agreed with you. I mean... <laughs> You're still wrong. Uh, yeah. I still have my opinion, but <laughs> it's still how I feel. But. but like, I mean, if I'm a talk show host and I say, hey, we got a great show tonight. Robert De Niro is here. And everyone's like, oh, my God, Robert De Niro. That's cool. I, I, I'm, I'm going to watch that. But it only takes up 15 minutes or 20 minutes. Or <laughs> thir- so. Well, even if it's 30 minutes. Yeah. Then it's like. Imagine people people are like, okay, maybe I'll tune in for Robert De Niro. And they're like, oh, also, guess who else is here? Al Pacino. Oh, man, wow, what a what a stacked show. That's crazy. What else could happen? Oh, guess what? Daniel Day-Lewis Yeah, but we're not going to drag out a talk show for five hours over two days. <laughs> we <might>. show. <laughs> Maury Povich isn't going to do that. <laughs> he would. I'm sure if he got like, yeah. sure if he got like a million dollar check, yeah, maybe he'd figure out some way to make it work, but you're not That did make so much money. Just paternity tests for everyone. I wish I was that smart. I wish no. I just had a talk sh- I wish I would have came up with a talk show just about paternity tests. I mean, we can make this the paternity podcast. Yeah. Quick, here we go. Quick and painless paternity podcast. Yeah. It just rolls right off the tongue. It, it rolls. It, it's going to roll right down a hill into a river and drown. But No, that's just my opinion. I mean, I feel like having two days... I mean, I like the idea of splitting up a big event like that into two days, but the whole purpose of splitting it up into two days was to even it out. Mm-hmm. And they still did like a five-hour show each day. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, like yes. I said, it's not it's not that big of a deal. It's not like yeah. that horrible or anything like that, but I just found that interesting that they still like I said, even with the two day event, they still managed to have two five hour shows, you know. Well, I would say that that's pretty good that of everything that happened in the last week. I mean, you have based on the, how the, the, our yeah. show goes. Yeah, you have to have a worst, yeah. and that being your worst, I'd say that's that that's pretty good. Yeah. And um, um, 
Okay, that's not bad. What um, <laughs> what uh, what didn't you like over the past week? I I think when I wrote my worst list, I might have been just been in a mood, um, because I wrote a lot of things. Um, my, I originally wrote Lesnar in the Rumble as my worst. Okay. Um, and then I let it simmer for a day, mm-hmm. and like really thought about it, and I was like, okay. Why do I hate Lesnar in the Rumble? <laughs> and I hated it because it was... Initially, I hated it because I was like, okay, he's going to get in there. And we've seen it in the past, right, where um, WWE finds their monster and they want to get over the fact that he's a monster. Yeah. And so you might as well not have 30 entrants because that one guy is going to eliminate 15 of them by himself. Yeah. And I hate that because it takes away any potential story you could tell with those other, you know, people that are basically just in there to job. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was why I hated it originally, because that is absolutely what's going to happen. Whether you, whether anyone knows it or not, he's going to draw one. Number two will be like, number two will probably be a joke. Right, it'll probably be like Heath Slater, yeah, you know? or um, Curtis Axel, right? Yeah. And he'll throw him out immediately, yeah. or whatever. And so it'll be a joke, but unfortunately, I do see that happening. That he, there's going to be a lot of people that come in that we're like, yeah, they're finally getting some exposure. You know, they'll call up Velveteen Dream, and everyone will be like, yes, finally. You know, let's see him on this kind of stage. And he'll get eliminated right yeah, away. Oops, and he'll be yeah. like, what the hell? You know? Yeah. Um, no. So that was why it was the worst. And then I thought about it a little bit more and I was like, he's going to get eliminated. I was going to bring this up, but I wanted you to let you finish what, finish your thought. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to get eliminated. He's not going to win. No. Because if he did, it would devalue their other title. You know, it would just like, be oh, okay. it would just be a weird move if they let that happen. Yeah, if they went it, that it, direction. Yeah, it would. Um, it wouldn't make any sense. No, I mean it's it's bad enough that he's he can only show up once every three months to yeah. one show. He doesn't need to, you know, have f- even lesser frequency of showing up to two shows. Right. So. It does, yeah, it just doesn't make sense. So, um, so he's going to lose. Mm-hmm. How, when, and by who is really where the where the storyline intrigues me. Yeah, who's going to uh, who's going to eliminate him from the rumble then? Who who's the uh, who's the golden child that's going to do that? You think? So, I think it'll be Drew McIntyre. That's interesting. Um, well, I'm trying to think because whoever's winning the Rumble is going to face Bray Wyatt, mm-hmm. right? So you have to think about you know who the final five or final four are going to be and how that all of that's going to work out. And I imagine that Lesnar will probably be in the final five at least, mm-hmm. and then McIntyre will eliminate him, and then there'll be their their like shocked face face off that they always do. Mm-hmm. Lesnar's like what, and then. McIntyre's laughing or something, and they do that. They 
focus on that for entirely too long, but um, <laughs> but the the production crew gets the shots that they need so they can put together an awesome video package later on. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so that's good. Yep. But um, Staring at the WrestleMania sign. pointing to it or Um, something (laughs) because then the story then is you know obviously mcintyre can't challenge lesnar for the title Mm -hmm. but lesnar can be pissed that he got eliminated so he can challenge mcintyre and whatever yeah um but now yeah so who who wins the rumble to face the fiend well see i don't think whoever wins the rumble is going to go against bray wyatt I think whoever wins the Rumble is going to be the guy that eliminates Brock, and then he's going to challenge... Whoever that is is going to challenge Brock at WrestleMania. Ah, okay. That's kind of where I was thinking they might be going with it. Okay. But what do I know? (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, so what if instead... what What if we're overthinking this and Daniel Bryan beats the fiend at Royal Rumble to win the title. So then would whoever win wins the Rumble face Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania? Well they get to choose, don't they? Yes. Yes. So whoever So I guess that's my point is what what um matchup do you think makes sense to sell as the main event of WrestleMania, which is really just fodder at this point there when they say main event of wrestlemania that that could be the first match exactly i don't know i for some reason i don't see bray wyatt losing not losing i don't know i don't well i shouldn't say bray wyatt because we don't know if he's gonna um have the title coming out of the rumble but i don't see the WWE title main eventing WrestleMania. Do you think it's universal I, title? I want to. I think it might be. I as think much it has as to I, be. as much as I, you know, don't necessarily want it to. I mean, but as far as like a big, like main event draw, if you go that route of, um, Brock Lesnar being eliminated and whoever eliminates him will challenge Brock for the title. I kind of think that's where you have to go. Yeah. Lesnar Lesnar winning doesn't doesn't make nah. any sense. You know, yeah. like we're saying, somebody, whoever comes in, whoever eliminates him, I feel like should win the Rumble. And then they can challenge Brock for the title. And yep. I think I think that's kind of like you're going to be your money matchup. Yeah, right if you're there. going to yeah, if you're going to uh, have a big marquee matchup at WrestleMania, Brock Lesnar is one half of that match. Yeah, I mean, you can definitely hate the fact that he he's basically a part-timer, but his name does draw money. Totally. Yeah. So Now, yeah. what about surprise entrance? I think um you know, obviously that's always a possibility. That's always the buzz about Royal Rumble. I think that's really why people love Royal Rumble so much because, yeah, you have a pretty good idea of who's going to be in it, but there's always a few surprises. But it feels like... What do you think about... I'm sorry, go ahead. What do you think about those surprises, potential surprises, 
And do you think any of them could be prospective winners? Well, if you think about it, when was the last time a surprise entrant won the Rumble? John Cena. At Madison Square Garden? I think so, When he came back? Or, um, well, they had Edge that one year when he came back from whatever injury he had. Yeah. So there's been a few sprinkled in there, but... I think Triple um, H was another one. I think you're right, yeah. I believe you're right. But um, it doesn't happen very often, which is no, all it, the more like, reason why it should yeah, happen. It's, yeah. But then again, like the past couple of years, all their surprise entrants feel like they have just been um, people from NXT. Mm-hmm. There hasn't been like that, and that's not saying that any of those guys in NXT aren't big names, but as far as like uh, kind of like a a legendary name, a legend name, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like we haven't seen that for a while, I feel like. Yeah. So. So, so what do you what do you think about the uh, um, surprise entrance? Do you think CM Punk is a surprise entrant? And if he is, is he winning and challenging Brock Lesnar? Well, that would be a hell of a money matchup right there. That, oh, yeah. That would probably be one of the biggest matches in a very, very long time for that company. In recent history. In absolutely. recent history, yeah. So, I mean, and if you're going to do it, yeah, do it at WrestleMania. Right. But, oh, God, as much as I want that to happen or how cool I think it would be if that happened. I don't see it happening. I don't see it happening. It just, I don't know. This goes back to like a while back when we were talking about, um, well, on the Christmas episode, how we mentioned that, well, how I mentioned that. I don't care how, when, or where it happens. Like CM Punk needs to wrestle Mm -hmm. another match. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. God, this almost seems like it'd be the perfect scenario, doesn't it? Oh, man, it doesn't... Yeah, I mean, his big bone of contention was that he never main evented at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, among other things, of course, but uh, that was that was the big one. And this is... Yeah, this is your chance. You're not in a lawsuit anymore. You're, you know, in back in wrestling. I realize you're an employee of Fox... You know, and not technically an employee of WWE, but you're getting paid to watch, analyze, and report on wrestling, mm-hmm. which is the closest you've been to wrestling in six years or yeah. five years, however long it was. Man, but can they come to an agreement, though? That's the thing. <sighs> After all I that think- stuff that was said about Vince and Triple H and. Every, whoever else he talked about on that podcast, like, can they come to like some sort of agreement to make that happen? And that's kind of where it. That's kind of where I think yeah. it kind of dies right there. The agreement is really on CM Punk's end because historically Vince forgives everyone. I mean, this is Ultimate true. Warrior, yeah. yeah, 
you know, Ultimate Warrior would have, uh, I mean, prior to his kind of like come to Jesus uh, moment, you know, and, and, and apologizing and everything, mm-hmm. I mean, he would have tattooed. I mean, I'm, I'm surprised he didn't change his name to Vince Sucks <laughs> or Screw right. You Vince, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Warrior. Yep. Um, so. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Bret Hart. Bret Hart is another one. Bret way. Hart, yeah. So. I mean, Hogan. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole steroids angle. and or Not angle, but the whole steroids lawsuit. Yeah. Um, so it, it, It's possible. I mean, it's definitely not out of the realm of possibility for something right. like that to happen, but... It's all on punk. Yeah. And quite frankly, that will be what... I mean, that would put them over the edge as far as uh, ratings and, and everything. Yeah, and just have that... And just um, have his first match in five or six years at... Have, have it be that WrestleMania match. Don't put him mm. in some sort of tag match before then or yeah. something. Like, build it up right, right and really make a big deal about it. Right. So, I mean, we'll... I mean, God, I hate to say it. We'll see, though. I mean, we'll see what happens. I think it's going to be like a real interesting rumble this year. So the other the other name you said, and I don't mean to just stay on on the Royal Rumble, but the other name you said prior to recording was Edge. Yes, there have been some reports that Edge has been training. People have been speculating that it could be for a possible Rumble return, but that has not been confirmed. And I know that Edge, um, I read something where Edge denied that he's coming back. Well, of course, you got to yeah. keep the uh, keep the illusion yeah, alive. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I can see it. I see. Um, you know, at the end of the day, what the Saudi prince wants, the Saudi prince gets. <laughs> Yeah, but this is Rumble, though. This is Rumble. We're talking strictly about Rumble. Well, I think that if he comes back, if it, if they were like, hey, we need you for one match, it would be for, you know, greatest Royal Rumble or great, greatest Balls of Fire or great, greatest Fast Lane, whatever Your they want to call it over there. The fastest fastest fast lane. lane. <laughs> the fastest lane. Yeah. <laughs> The greatest balls of fire ever. <laughs> yep. I like Fastest Lane. That's yeah. a good one. Yep. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other ones now that they could have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, we, um, if Edge Soul did come Survivor back. Series? All right. Oh, sorry. Nope. Um, if Edge did come back, I don't think it would make sense for him to win the Rumble, though. No. No. I mean... If he's able to, yeah, why not do just like a small little appearance, a nice little 10, 15 minute thing in the rumble. And then mm-hmm. if that's what, well, if he, that's what he to, wants to do, I mean, well, he would have to get eliminated by someone that he would have a match with at WrestleMania. That's the only reason for them to do it. The only reason they would have him come back. The, the reveal is not the, the payoff. Also, the payoff would come at WrestleMania. That's the reason you're doing it to get, you know, that name on the marquee. So yeah. if he came back, his eventual match would have to be who eliminates him. So what what would make sense? See, I don't know if that would make sense either. 
Matt Hardy? No. No, it's already been done. It's already been done. Um, you're just going to start a feud with somebody that just eliminated you? Yeah, but it you? wouldn't be... It wouldn't be a feud. It'd be like it'd be kind of like the same thing as Batista Triple H. I think I would, man. I think I would more like to see him just um get a shine in there for ten fifteen minutes and then get eliminated and then just kind of you know do the wave. Thank you everybody for letting me do this one last time. I appreciate it and yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with that. I think it'd be cool no, yeah. either way. Oh, that's a tough one. That's a tough yeah. one. So, like I said, nothing's been confirmed. So it's all just hearsay yeah. at this point. So, but so we spent a lot of time on holy cow, yeah, <laughs> a highlight. This wasn't even my worst. I said it was going to be my worst, and then I slept oh out God, and realized. Oh my god, you're right. We are not at your worst yet. <laughs> Oh Holy man! Shit. <laughs> so we will. Uh, I'll just. I'm not even going to do another highlight. I'll just get right to my worst. My worst okay. is okay. the extremely underwhelming reveal of the return of John Morrison on SmackDown last oh week. Oh my god! I completely forgot about this. I wish he's just I hanging out in Mrs. Locker room. Yeah. Oh hey, John Morrison. Hey. The Miz will, will not be taking any more questions tonight. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Uh, that, See you later. That that was really disappointing. Extremely really disappointing. disappointing. So yeah, earlier in the show, I was said I'm going to talk about the contrast in terms of an, an exciting reveal, which was Alex Shelley, and an extremely disappointing reveal, which is John mm-hmm. Morrison. Well, the thing is, Alex Shelley wasn't even um, advertised or anything. Right. John Morrison was, and they screwed it up. I don't know how you screwed it up so badly. (laughs) I mean, seriously. I mean, (laughs) I could think of ten different ways that he he could have shown up. I mean... I did see that he is going to be the guest on Ms. TV tomorrow night on SmackDown. So I guess there's that. Uh, I mean, I don't know if that was like their soft launch, so to speak. like The soft relaunch of John Morrison. <laughs> yeah, like let's see if the modern WWE fan knows who you are. Yeah. Before we... You know, commit all of this this airtime to a reveal that no yeah, one. We signed you to a contract. Like, I know you're signing everything, but we're we don't want to commit just yet. We... Well, uh, Vince McMahon famously said um, when they were going to debut AJ in the Rumble, I didn't think anyone would know who you were. Well, yeah, so, that's I mean, because AJ was never in. WWE before, but Morrison has had like a a pretty good career in WWE. I I mean I feel you, but I I don't know. <laughs> I I think that that's that's the only explanation I can come up with. Let's okay. let's test the waters, see if anyone can remember him, and if so, then great. Then we can do a little bit more with him, you know, what right if, away. Otherwise, if, yeah. What if like they don't? What if nobody just like cares? 
I mean, if, if where, no the, where does cares, that leave John? Where does that leave John Morrison? Well, he'll still be there no matter what. I, I just, know, I'm but just it's saying just versus like, like spotlight and not spotlight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I mean, if if they're in Des Moines, Iowa, God help him. But um, <laughs> who? <laughs> That's not Matt Hardy. Or if he's, um, uh, or if he's in, uh, if he's uh, in a different position instead of being Mrs. Bodyguard. Or as a door handler, he's like a, he's like a janitor <laughs> right. or something. Yeah, sorry, I I'm just here to open and shut the door. Okay. Yeah. Please don't ask me to do anything. Yeah. Wash your hands. <laughs> <laughs> Take a mint. Yeah. Don't forget to tip. So. That's right. Uh, yeah, I had to agree with that. That was that was disappointing. Oh man. I just uh, I, like I said, yeah. I completely forgot about that, and well, that shows I mean, what kind of effect it had on me. So right, <laughs> I mean, AEW commits all of this time to Doctor Luther crawling out from underneath the ring. Yeah, what was up with that? <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Luther, who is more known as Chris Jericho's best friend. Than he is, yeah. <laughs> renowned. That was odd in too. Japan. <laughs> that was odd. Did you see? Uh, I don't. Uh, I'm gonna switch back to WWE. But did you see right before the um, Lana Rusev and Lashley segment that there was a guy that came into the ring and security jumped on him? Yeah. Did you know who it was? Yeah, the guy who was orchestrating the wedding in the next segment. <laughs> oh, maybe that's why John Morrison was hanging out backstage. He didn't want to get jumped by security. Right, right. Like I saw what happened to that minister. <laughs> yeah, that was that. Yeah, yeah. That was odd. What was go- <laughs> that was really odd. Well, I mean, that's just that's what happens when. Do you think people um, either miss their cues or you think that's nobody, what it was? He missed his cue or something like that, and just got into the ring a little early. And security yeah. thought he was just yes. a fan. Yeah, yeah, Definitely. that's probably what it was. He wanted to get that wedding over just as much as everybody else did. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, yeah. So, so yeah, that that was my worst. Um, uh, that's a good worst. It is. Hopefully they redeem themselves tomorrow um, with the Ms. TV segment. We'll see. So all of that being said, we'll, we'll start to wrap this up here. Um, mm-hmm. Anything to look forward to for you in the coming week? <sighs> I, I have um, one big one, but I'll see if you, you say it. One big one. Let me think for a second. Hmm. Um, kind of looking forward to seeing what they're how the Cody and MJF thing is going to play out with the stipulations. Yep. Yeah. So, kind of looking forward to that. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> you? Oh, just a little pay per view this weekend. Hard to kill Impact Wrestling. What? Yeah, that's this weekend. Hard Sam, to kill. Is that where um, kill. Callahan versus uh, Tessa? Yep. 
Yeah, do you think they're actually going to pull the trigger on that? So here's the thing, and I've been I've thought about this for a long time, and the one thing that I, I really love about Impact is they do have a small audience um, in terms of a studio audience, and they do kind of, they're kind of hard to find, right? Excuse me, hard to find right now, and... Hard to find and hard, hard to kill. Yeah, that's yeah. where I was going. Uh, <clears throat> um... But it gives them the the freedom to try things out uh-huh. um, and see what works and what doesn't, and um, be a little bit more creative. So they're not going to do a lot of things that are predictable. Um, even if a storyline is going a certain way, it seems like they kind of take it another way. Not to spite this storyline by any means. But just to just to kind of be the contrarian and also just challenge the the fans' mindset a little bit too. So mm-hmm. that being said, I think a lot of people are predicting that Tessa will win. Yeah. But my thought is, whether she wins or loses, she's already won. Yeah, she's already she's in that ring with Sammy and challenging for the uh, the world's heavyweight title. An impact. Exactly. Yeah. She is, yeah, a challenging for a major men's title mm-hmm. of a major company, you know, on pay per view. I mean, that's, you already won. She doesn't yeah. need to actually hold the title. It would be cool if she did. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope that she does, but it, it really, it's kind of um, irrelevant. Yeah. Didn't China do this like twenty years ago? Did she? She Did uh, she? she won the Intercontinental Championship. Oh, okay, all right. All yeah, right. <clears throat> yeah. Was it the Intercontinental or was it the European? It was the Intercontinental Championship because she had that feud going with Jericho and. That's right. Yeah, and I think Bob Holly was involved with that at some point, and Jeff Jarrett at some point, I believe. So yeah, yeah. I thought that was the European title, but uh, you're probably right. Yeah. I mean, still, you know, two things to but that. Still, Number one, no, <laughs> no, I'm saying two things. <laughs> this is a world title. Yeah, no, I was just that was and, I was half joking. So and number two, I mean, that's I would take that as a win to be mentioned alongside China. You know. So anyway. That's, uh, I guess that's it. That'll do it for this episode. Again, uh, if you've made it this far, thank you um, for, for bearing with us and <laughs> listening to episode five. Um, if you want to hear more of us in past episodes or follow us on social media, and uh, we try to be as active as we possibly can on there, but we are at Quick Pain Pod uh, on all social media platforms and then we also just launched our www.quickpainpod.com website so Uh, go ahead and check that out also i was gonna mention that because i actually remembered the name of the website unlike the uh (laughs) the twiddle hand twitter handle (laughs) i screwed it up (laughs) no no the twitter handle that i was not able to recall last week so we're going to start our own social media network Twiddle, and it's going to be called Twiddle. <laughs> Twiddle. The logo is just two thumbs. Guess, uh, guess what I'm going to be doing on Saturday night. Twiddling. <laughs> 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 All 
<laughs> it twiddled so many people. Yep. Oh, you just got twiddled. <laughs> <laughs> we have derailed. Uh, copyright Quick Pain Podcast. Twiddle. Yep, twiddle. <laughs> twiddle. <laughs> Get your twiddle on. Yeah. Twiddle. No, you remember um, the beginning? <laughs> when you, remember when you, like, the Sega Genesis, whenever you turned it on? Sega! You'd be like, Sega! We could yeah. get um, we could get Twiddle. Yeah, like we'll that. hire whoever it was that did that. Did that he's to probably just like do that for Twiddle. 80, he's probably like eighty year old, eighty years old now. So it'd be like <laughs> Twiddle, Twiddle. No, no, someone like that has done everything they can to preserve their voice for exactly this opportunity. Yeah, because who knows when an opportunity might come up where he can scream out the name of a um, lowbrow. Social media thing, yeah. Hey, who is who is that dude? <laughs> who was that dude on Beyond the Mat with Terry Funk? Who was <laughs> working out on the trampoline? Got to stay ready. <laughs> Never know when the phone's gonna ring. I don't remember who that was. <laughs> I do not remember. Oh, that's what this is. Yeah. Twiddle. Twiddle. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, I think we should wrap it up. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. All right. (laughs) Thanks for stopping by, everyone. All right. Thanks for uh, listening, and we will catch you guys next week. See ya. Twiddle.